Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. Uh, you can get involved by going to our YouTube chat line, and I can respond to your questions and comments, all right? And uh, good morning again to everybody here. Number one, I want to thank you all for an excellent, excellent event on Sunday after the church. We had this Easter party, I guess. Was it a party? It felt like a party. (laughs) But it was so nice. It was amazing. So thank you all for that. It was well done. It really, really was. Some good old ribs. And black people love ribs. Someone asked me, did I want kosher ribs? It doesn't sound right. I want greasy ribs. <laughs> no. But thank you for that. The other thing is, uh, there's a young lady that I just found out. She aspired in March out of Georgia. And I just found this out over the weekend. And this young lady was a, a Lynn Applegate Adams. And she was a real supporter of Bond. I mean, she loved the organization. She loved the fact that we were rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man. She loved the order of God and family. And she supported us for uh, ever and a day, all the way from Georgia. Uh, but she's been married 46 years to, to uh, uh, Don Adams. And I just found out she aspired. So I really want to say to her family that uh, I would have gone to her funeral had I known. I like to say I've talked to her several times and she... Just want to, you know, a lot of people are not real. She's like one of those real people that's not afraid to speak up. She wasn't afraid. She loved what's right and just had the courage. So uh, I really I hope she rests in peace. Lynn, rest in peace and I uh, wish her well for her family. Uh, even in her uh, obituary, she wrote a little note. She left. Um, they said in this obituary, in recent years, Lynn was a supportive bond the Brotherhood Organization of a New Destiny, located in Los Angeles, and urges everyone to help support their donation in, this, in the future. So even at her death, she's still which as well. It doesn't get any better than that. So I just want to acknowledge Lynn Applegate Adams. I just call her Lynn. So. Uh, she was born uh, June 15, 1947, and she died uh, March 9th. 2019. So may her soul rest in peace and I wish her family well. It's 46 years. It's a long time to be married. People don't, marriage today don't last but a month. Where you, what happened to your marriage? His marriage broke up before it happened. <laughs> <laughs> what happened, G? Remember, G brought a girl last Sunday? Was it a Sunday before last, I guess? He was ready to marry. What happened? I brought her to Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring your girlfriend to Bond. <laughs> and you were living with her and everything, right? Yep. And doing wrong. Yep. And then when you left that Sunday, did you have a talk in the car or something? What happened along the way? Yeah, I, I realized what I was doing yeah. and it was wrong. Because I already knew right from wrong. Yeah. And devil had me fooled. He's like, come on, just don't judge yourself. <laughs> you know? I you thought were, I could cheat the system. Really? But I was surprised when I when I found out you were doing that too. You yeah. would have been the last person I expect that from. But yeah, I apologized to her, apologized to her dad. Oh you did? Yeah. And I sent her home. You sent her home? 
Yeah, well, UPS. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was funny. It was like 5 p.m. I got our flight for 7:15. <laughs> we didn't have time to think about it. I said, "You gotta go." The same day? No, no. It was like, it was like Monday or Tuesday. Really? But it's, so why so, do you guys just live apart but still date? Well, I sent her home because she was still getting like some type of anxiety and. And stuff. So I sent her home to deal with her parents. Oh, I see. And that that was the plan, you know, leave separate and date and do it the right way. Yes. But when she came back, she said, you know, for her to get to know herself and and become herself, she couldn't be with me because she would have to change who she is. Oh, she because of my beliefs and stuff. So, and I understood that. Right. Well, good. Well, welcome back to the real world. Amen. Stay off the pot. You smoke pot? Yep. You smoke pot? Well, yep. no wonder. <laughs> Stay off the pot. Are you trying to stop? No. <laughs> Amazing. All but right. that's how you stop, though. So what? That's how you stop without stop trying. Uh, whatever. <laughs> that's why you have a move into your place. Stop trying. But anyway, I'm glad you're back. Me too. All right. Um, let's see what else. Any other questions before I get rolling? Right here. We are here to fellowship, so it's not a contest. No winners or losers. It's just us seeking what's right. Okay. Cool. So uh, in one of your old videos, you... Uh, happy birthday, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. You heard us sing happy birthday to you on the show? Uh, no, yeah, I didn't listen to it on. No, on. we did a major happy birthday scene to you. Oh, thanks, Song man. to you. Appreciate that. Yeah, how old are you, 47? <laughs> 28. <laughs> how old are you? 28. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, <clears throat> so you said that, you know, you say it's it's all within. Yes. Right? And you said, uh, this is quoting you directly, you said, if I have problems I don't know the answer to, I just allow it to show me. Uh, I be still and, and know. Right. And my question is like, you know, what is that? What is that like? Like, like, like you do you present your answer to God in, in your silent or your question to God that you don't know the answer to? Like, what does that look like when you go within? Are you doing anything? No. Are, you're just sitting there and, and you say, <laughs> I got this problem uh, that I I don't have the answer to and and i want to have the answer and then the holy spirit gives it to you like what does that look like what are you doing for example if uh one of my staff members or have need a decision about something right and they come to me and say jesse this is going on what do you think we should do right if i don't know what to do i just say i don't know mm-hmm. and so we just leave it as is and then eventually you see what to do because once you become a son or a daughter of God, he would do it for you. He would show you what to do. So if you don't know what to do, do nothing. And you just wait and see. Yeah, just wait and see. Okay. And Satan will tell you, oh, it's going to fall apart. You're going to lose out. You're going to lose this or that. You got to buy it now. You got to have it now. Pay no attention to that at all. And just wait and see. And it will be shown to you. You just see it, and it just happens. Okay. It doesn't sound like... Uh, uh, 
your mind can't understand that. Right. I'm in I'm in this waiting area right now where it's just no idea what to do. And, right. and I and you know, I'm hoping and praying that the Lord's going to reveal it to me, but so far nothing really has been revealed and so but why I'm just you, why waiting. you waiting though? do you do what you're doing? Yeah. If you cut down trees or feeding the hogs or catching a chicken, do that well and yeah. have the same attitude about that that you will have if you were doing what you really want to do. Yeah. Don't don't have a negative attitude. Don't be distressed behind it. Have be grateful. Mm-hmm. Whatever you put your hand to do, hands do to do, be you. grateful. Have this I used to clean toilets before I started bar. Mm-hmm. I had my own janitorial service. Oh, I was gross. <laughs> have you ever cleaned toilets at a business? It's like the people don't care. They know that the cleaning service coming later. <laughs> so it just and but I'm like, oh this but I was so grateful. Mm-hmm. I was it was like something else to have my own business, to be doing my own thing. And I just had a good attitude about it. I was grateful for the job. So you're doing just nothing. And and it's at some point it's gonna be revealed to you. Yes. And if it's not revealed to you, it's not meant for you. Mm-hmm. And whatever you're doing you will still have joy because the joy comes from God, not from what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I suppose that yeah, that's that's what I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. And um, let, I know what, you want to be an actor or something like that, right? Yeah. Get up every day and go out and let it be known out there to the people you're looking for an acting job. You know, show up and apply, do your stuff. But don't freak out if it's not happening yet, because it is happening. You just don't see it happening mm-hmm. and have a good attitude about it. And that that you don't get, it wasn't meant for you. Mm-hmm. Really, just, hey, it wasn't meant for me. Yeah. All right. Just relax. Just relax. And just be. It's hard to relax. Uh, uh, sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason you don't relax, the only reason you don't relax you believe a lie in your head and don't know that you believe in it. You b- tr- believe in the thought. Yeah. And you don't realize that you believe in it. Yeah. You, you, I sometimes, I'm not even uh, aware of what's going on. That, that I am believing that's into right. a, a, a thought. And that's what you want to focus on being more. That's why you have to do the silent prayer. And so you can, uh, God is renewing yeah. your mind. He's slowing you down so he can renew your mind. It gave you his mindset so that you can always become more and more aware. Mm-hmm. It's the awareness that bring on the change. Joel and I, do you remember the conversation that we had about awareness? Joel and I? He black. <laughs> <laughs> Never ask a black person. <laughs> when people call my show, you remember me? I called the other day. I go blank. <laughs> Never ask a black person, do you remember? Or unless you ask about some rib or sweet potato pie. How good was it? Do you remember any aspect of it at all? Really. If it comes to you, let me, it was such okay. a good conversation. I wish we had recorded it. Uh, some stuff you had realized, we were talking about realization. It's hard to believe that real, just being aware can bring on a change. And we talked about it's the light of God that brings the change. Just by being aware. But if it come back to you, right, let me know. Right, right. Uh, you understand that? Yeah. Yeah. But don't, if your thing is acting, there's nothing wrong with looking every day, mm-hmm. uh, going and 
auditioning or whatever, but don't be disappointed when you don't get what you think you want. Yeah. And don't think it's over. I had no idea that I'd be doing what I do today. None. Zero. It wasn't in my plans. It wasn't in my mind. It just wasn't there. So he got you back. He just needs you to come back home to him, become his son, and he'll take care of you. Amen. Amen. All right. Good question. Thanks. Yeah. Yes, sir. Let me take you here first, and the young lady, and then there. Sorry, hi, thanks. Basically, it was. Is this ca- your first time here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Thank you. What's your first name? Joshua. Joshua? Yeah. Oh, welcome, buddy. Thank you, man. How'd you find us? Um, I watch your show every day. My brother in law called in the show the other day. Oh, um, okay. Right and he on. asked a question about why you changed your title on the bo- from men to black men to men. Oh yeah. When we first started, Bond, I woke when I woke up, I realized what black people were being told wasn't true. It wasn't about slavery or Jim Crow or white people hating them. It was about the destruction of the family, the lack of moral character, that anger. So I started Bond to get the attention of black people, especially black men. And then, as more that we got out there, there were other people, racist people, say, oh, no, this applied to me, too. I want to be a part of it. And so I said, all right, come on now. And white people started coming, and Mexicans and everybody. And the black people got mad. Some of them got mad and left. But I said, no, it's a message from God. You know, it's about love for all people, not about color. So I opened it up to everyone. So the question was, bouncing off what? I don't remember his name. He said, and also what he said. So you said to him, his response to stop smoking weed was to just do nothing and then let it happen. You smoke weed? Yeah. You smoke? Yeah. Everybody smoke weed. (laughs) But your response to him. Baby Jessica's daddy. Your response to him was to do nothing. But when he said he was going to do nothing in in terms of trying to stop, you said that was the wrong thing to do. But he was just messing around. Okay, cool. So in terms of, in in a real, in, in, in form of any addiction. No yeah, what, what you do, though, you can't make yourself stop smoking weed. Have you ever tried to stop? Yeah. You did? I can't hear you. Sorry, yes, I did, yeah. Yeah, and what happened? Um, it didn't really work. I, st- I started smoking weed after I came out of prison, and it was attached to that amount of stress that right. I experienced at the time. Yeah. And then, yeah, just it didn't work, when it, whatever I tried. And that's where the awareness come in. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. And of ourselves, we know nothing. We cannot change ourselves. We can't change bad habits or whatever, right? But if we become aware of it, it will change. God will change it. Meaning that, you know how uh, when you get home this evening, you're going to be feeling good from the church service. And the first thing you're going to want to do is smoke a joint. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So what you do is be aware of yourself. Instead of saying, oh, this is going to be so good, I can't wait. But be aware of yourself. Putting down the paper, putting the weed on there, rolling it. And be aware of yourself, just bringing it and smoking it. And instead of saying, oh, this is so good. Thank God for just the service today. <laughs> <laughs> instead of being into it like that, just be aware of yourself smoking. Eventually you lose the appetite of it. Have no opinion about it. Don't call it good. Don't call it right. Don't call it wrong. Just be aware. And it's the light of God that's the awareness. And he knows, right? And he'll change your appetite for it. And it'll fall away. Cool. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. but if you, if you judge yourself, if you're like, oh, this is so wrong. I hate I'm doing this. You're going to get deeper into it. 
because you're judging yourself, you're playing God. If you want to overcome, no big deal, it'll pass. Just seek first the kingdom of God in his right way, and everything will be added. When I counsel with people, drug addicts or alcoholics or pot smokers or whatever, I don't tell them to stop smoking. I show them how I tell them to overcome the anger. Because once they overcome the anger, they now reconnect with the tree of life, which is God. All those habits that they picked up to make themselves feel better will start to fall away. You got to come back to life, and then your the other stuff will fall away. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, right on. Uh, right here, the young lady there. Did you hear your rap song this week? Yes, and I also heard the shout out this week. You did what? That you said hello to me this week. Yeah. Thank you. You're a good rapper. Oh, I got another song. Oh, you know, it's nice. Yeah, I got another well, one. you so. give it to us. Give it to Joelle. Okay, okay. So we can get it done. All right. Okay. I'll do that. I got the next one. I just had a question about plan, planning. I think you mentioned in the past that it's not good to plan, but I, I tend to find myself planning a lot. Like what type of planning? Just, you know, any kind of planning from, you know, what I'm going to do in a day to how I want to accomplish something, you know, in order to... Give me an example. Um, well, most recently, like, like meal planning, I have to like, I want to eat better. I want to eat healthier. And right. so, um, I'm taking the time to kind of meal plan. And I, I was thinking in the past, you mentioned that planning isn't good because, well, I don't know what brings planning, but I was wondering what your take on, cause I do find but, myself planning. When you do meal plannings, do they work? No. Right. Yeah. Have you noticed that? You're Nothing like, I plan I'm going to eat right. <laughs> I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to buy some carrots and peanut butter. And you end up getting all the raw food. You may do it for a day or two. And later you find yourself back into the food. It's enough to know that you want to change your habit, that that needs to change, and it will change. What I, I, I think what most people are not getting yet, it's a spiritual battle. Of ourselves, we can do nothing. Of ourselves, we know nothing. And every, in that fallen state, everything is built on the ego, which is the nature of Satan, right? We're always trying to find something to make ourselves feel better. So when we start to wake up and realize that, we just need to go to the Father and so we can let the anger go. And he would take care of all the other stuff because we can't make it leave. If you say, I'm going to stop drinking, you'll drink more. If you say, I'm going to stop sexing, you'll sex more. You just lie to yourself. It's enough to know that you want better. And God knows your heart, and he will take care of you. I know that's hard to believe because we've been trained in the wrong way, but it works out every time. You just have to be patient with it. So if you happen to smoke again, don't, you know, let's say Jesus know he want to stop smoking, right? But he, on the way back down to San Diego, he light up a joint before he get there. It's enough to know this is something that he wants to stop doing, but it's wrong to try to stop it himself. It will overcome. He will overcome it as he wait and be patient and don't judge himself. And then if somebody sees him smoking, they're like, oh, I thought you were a Christian. Here you are smoking a joint, right? Let him judge you. It doesn't matter. Because that judging is worse than the smoker. He doesn't know your heart. He doesn't know you want to stop. He doesn't... He or she doesn't know, right? And, and, and it's, you know, just don't let that try to make you stop either. You stop because it's the right thing to do. It'll happen naturally. I wouldn't plan it. It doesn't work. 
Now, if you planning a trip or something like that, like last year, I planned to go to a, do a wedding this week to New Zealand. It didn't work out. I wanted to go. It was all planned. It didn't work out. It's just the way things happen. But if I had been into it, I'd been tripping. But I'm telling you, just live moment to moment to moment because that's all important. Everything else is an illusion. He wants you to have perfect peace, and that's the only way you can have it. Not have a plan of yourself, of your own. That makes sense? Yes. yes, sir. Give the mic to him. Uh, first of all, pumpkin pie is really good. I love pumpkin pie. <laughs> don't be knocking the oh, pumpkin pie. The show, huh? <laughs> I don't know what pumpkin pie you're eating, but pumpkin pie is an imitation of a sweet potato pie. <laughs> it's like when the guys go to the club. <laughs> And they see this beautiful, what looked like a woman, and they take it home. And when they get home, it ain't a woman. That's how a pumpkin pie is. <laughs> you think it's a sweet potato pie, it's a pumpkin pie. No, I don't like, it just. <clears throat> well, like are, you getting it, are you getting it from the store or somebody making it for you? I'm sorry? Are you getting it from the store or somebody actually baking it for you? Because, well, I mean, store-bought stuff is a lot different than no, somebody making it. No, most of the pumpkin pies I eat are homemade. Really? Yeah. Oh. Those, I mean, you know, to each his own, but it sure. just looks syrupy and it looks beta. <laughs> <laughs> but my question, my question for yes. you is um, my second time here. Yes. Uh, my daughter, she's 13 years old. I got a text from my ex-wife telling me that uh, she's having some 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 problems, I guess. And so I'm. She's real quiet. She doesn't really talk too much. You know, all these kids are in their cell phones and stuff like that. I kind of I kind of just let her be for the most part. And uh, so I kind of talk to my daughter. She doesn't really have a lot of kind words for my ex-wife. And so when I expressed that maybe she has some resentment because she was of the age where she remembered my ex, you know sleeping with other men while we were still married yeah and so um she's she's remarried now and so the kids had to experience all that that's unfortunate so i said you know what i kind of feel like maybe she has some resentment towards you and she she fired back at me saying that oh nice try no it's not that you know she's been off her medication because she had adhd and i said no she doesn't need medication i said maybe she needs some counseling and stuff like that. Maybe you need to talk to her. And then I said, I only get 33% of the time. I said, I'm not with her 50% of the time. Right. You know, I'd love to be more a part of her life, but just because California and judges and stuff, they just will not give it to the man. And uh, so with that being said, um, I just, I, uh, I went to my son's baseball game. My daughter was there. She never even acknowledged me that I was even there. Never even said hello I'm just, I don't want to get beta about it, you know what I mean? I want to remain the alpha in the whole situation. I just want to kind of see what your thoughts are as far as approaching her or maybe even approaching the situation. How are you, are you, are you living right now? Are you right yourself? I've been doing the silent prayer. I'm, I'm, I'm rebuilding myself. Are you living with another woman? No, I'm not. So you're not dating I just, They've never seen me with another woman. Oh, good, man. Yeah. Um, and so even though they haven't seen it, you're with one, are you with another woman? Not currently, no. I'm not talking about today. She's not here. Mm-hmm. But are you with another woman? No. Not, no. Something wrong with this answer. <laughs> well, I mean, the girl comes Isn't and goes. something wrong with this answer? <laughs> no, she comes and goes. Like, I mean, you know, when she's around, she's around. And if she's not, she's not. But it's so never you are seeing someone. You, said, you guys are just off and on, right? Kind of, yeah. There's no, no commitment there. Okay. You shouldn't be with anyone at that point. Okay. 
because the kids need to see at least one of the parents being right and living right and doing the right thing because they're not getting love from either one of you if you're not right because God is not working through you. And so you need to get yourself together mm-hmm. and love was right with all your heart and soul and might and be that. So when your daughter do see you, she will see the light in you and that will help her. And uh, when you see her, you see the right words to say to her, you know, don't be angry. I'm sorry for what we did. We've been wrong. And, you know, you have to drop the anger. You have the right words to say, but you got to be right. And that's something I used to not know. I didn't know you had to be right in order to do right. You just can't do right unless you are right yourself. And so you need to get yourself together and then God will guide you what to do. Okay. But if you're not right, because even if they don't see you with this woman, it's spirit to spirit. So whatever you are is what they will become. Mm-hmm. So you need to be right. Okay. And then uh, you will see how to help your daughter. Mm-hmm. You probably won't be able to help the woman because she just, doesn't sound like she likes you anymore. So I, I wouldn't bother with her. But when you see your daughter, you want to be right, and you have the right words to say to her, and she'll recognize the, the right parent to be with. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Yeah. Do you think, though— So uh, you got to adopt this woman. Y- okay. That's done. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. It was, I mean, it was just for physical pleasure. It was nothing. See, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. Because you're not married to this other woman. you got kids, and when you're in that fallen state, you're being cursed for what you're doing. Okay. Have you read Deuteronomy uh, 28? Here are the curses and these are the blessings. So whether they see you or not, they're becoming whatever you are. Mm-hmm. So be aware of that. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Is that it? Oh, no. Uh, so but what, uh, as far as the re- if she does have resentment, which I think she does. Have you asked her, mother, her about it yet? Yeah. You asked your daughter? Yeah, she brings up things about what her mom's done in the past. And I told her, well, Lindsay, you know, I, I, can't, I can't apologize for your mother. No, that's the wrong answer. Just say, hey, don't hate your mother. She can't okay. help you. Okay, all right. Don't hate because you'll become like that. Okay. I've been wrong and your mother okay. is wrong. We'll let you down. Mm-hmm. And so don't resent us for it. Otherwise, you're going to repeat it with your family as well. Mm. All right, don't keep pointing the finger at the mother. Right. Kind of show her now how, how to overcome it. Okay. Right. That makes sense. Thank you. Yeah. Good question, man. Uh, I saw another hand. Did I see your hand in? Oh, and then James, and then here. Yeah. Oh, Joe, you, you had your hand first, right? Uh, I mean, did I see your hand? Yeah, but I'm okay. Okay. All right, Frank, I come in. Yes, sir. You saw mine because I was talking. I was going to say something to the actors' questions. Where are your socks? I didn't put them on today. I How come white people wear no socks to church? I, I come from that era where I thought that was cool. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh-huh. So, like All right. <laughs> so he was he was talking about like when it's if I'm not mistaken something about um, uh, when you're trying to figure out what to do, what to do next, what are your next steps? Is that more or less the spirit of your request? Is that kind of sort? Don't know what to do, like going within. Yeah. Okay. So I had a lot of those same thoughts. In fact, I went through one period where I <laughs> there was a fellow a fellow that belongs to Bond that works with Bond called Pat. Uh, Pat and I were talking one time, and both of us had the same experience where we'd just sit there for a while, and you'd stare at the wall. I'm supposed to do nothing, and and you go within and all that kind of stuff. And that is actually counterproductive. What Jesse said, go ahead and do what you're doing. Continue yeah. to do what you're doing. Um, there's a there's a One of the things Jesse has said is, is relax in it when you feel a problem, when you feel stressed. 
there's the same uh, it's the same feeling of knowing what you're supposed to do uh, to do what's to do what's in front of you to do uh, relaxing in it and knowing what you're supposed to do are very closely related and in my case <clears throat> one of the things I found is that um, I, I had achieved a great deal of success but I was addicted to stress and in the process of trying to do nothing I often ended up my brain would say you got to go get some knowledge you got to go figure this out you got to do this you got to do that all these gotta gotta gotta's and all those were were stressors if I just sat and did what I was supposed to do not only did I accomplish uh, what I was supposed to do in in the right time and the right way without stress but I also didn't go down some weird path that I would later <laughs> completely screw up. And it would happen to me very often. Um, I felt I did what I felt I was supposed to do. I got the knowledge I thought I was supposed to get. I went and called the people, did the things that I thought I was supposed to do. And I ended up a nutcase. Uh, and, and instead of just doing calmly what you're supposed to do. And then you find out one of the weird things is you look back and go, oh, I actually did accomplish more in a shorter period of time, and it was the right thing. So I don't know if that helps. That's my story on, on that kind yeah, of subject. If you have a job already, do your job. Be grateful for the job that you have. And it'll come to you Whether what to do. Whether it's bartending or whatever it is, right? And just have the same attitude. But you know you would like to be an actor or you like to be a motorcycle rider. It doesn't hurt to go out and look around, but not a big deal if you don't get it right away. Just have a good attitude about whatever you do. I've been teaching the, uh, the men and women at Bond that when you work at Bond or any company, whatever job you have, that's your business. You know, you may be working for me, but you're really working for yourself, so you should treat the job as though it's your own business because one thing will lead to another. And attitude is very important. To be grateful for all things is very, very important. So if you just have the right attitude, don't be in your head, because that's where the problem is, in your head. And you don't know that that's the problem, because it sounds like you, and, and sometimes those thoughts come upon you, and you don't know that you're thinking these things, you're feeling it, and you're acting out. But if you can overcome the mind, in a, knowing that Satan is in the mind and not God, they're not from you, all thoughts are lies, all thoughts are lies. Every thought is a lie. If you just know that, you, you're going to fly like a bird. If you just know that every thought is a lie, no matter what it is, it's impossible to have a true thought. You know what I mean? And you will it's accomplish. It's totally impossible to have it. You will accomplish things without thinking about them, without planning, without getting knowledge, without being hungry for something. Right. Without being hungry for the stress that you thought was actually being all of that and being... The only thing that we should hunger for is the kingdom of God in his right way. We want to come back to the natural state of order. That's what the problem is. We want the natural state of order. Not having a car, not having a job, not having those things is not the problem. The problem is that disconnection from the tree of life, from your own source of life, from your identity. That's what the problem is. He just tell you that. You need more of this, or you need that, and you want to be this, or you want to be that. You really want to be a son or daughter of God. All right? Uh, yes, James. Okay. Online. Yeah, super chat question from Man of 100 Times. It says, how do I deal with ego slash pride? Why, why do I keep getting angry after having forgiven my parents? I do the silent prayer every morning and night. 
How does how does he deal with ego slash pride? They're both the same. But he, why does he keep getting angry? Because he believes in the thoughts. Just I'm telling you, once you forgive, don't think this thing going to go. All right, let me just take a nap. This is when it's gone. You you are accustomed to you escaped into your imagination when you were a kid when you're first traumatized. So he's still going to try to seduce you in thoughts. And so when that happens, just know you drifted into a thought. Not a big deal. Just relax. You're overcoming. You're like a child, young child that's growing. So you're learning now. You're relearning not to believe thought, but be led by revelation. So no big deal. He's telling you you're still angry. Oh, you're still angry. And you believe it. We live by faith. Whatever we believe controls us. We believe in it. It believes in us. It controls you. So just let the thoughts go. That's all. No big deal. Also, Ferrari wants to know, should we try to understand God? No. That ain't no way you can understand him. You can never understand God. It's only for those he wants to understand. The reason all you're here today and online, because he's drawing you back unto him. The, the ones that, I mean, you can go out today and have a conversation with a stranger on the street. They have no idea what you're talking about. You're crazy. What are you talking about, right? So... He's drawing you back unto him. He's not going to let everybody in. Just imagine the crooked line Hillary got in. He'll mess up heaven. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Ro- no, last, you can't understand God. What do you think about affirmations in order, using affirmations to try to overcome weakness? Um, That's when you repeat positive things. About yourself, positively to yourself. wrong. Have you ever got up in the morning and said, "I'm beautiful this morning," and by the end of the day, you hate yourself? <laughs> I'm blessed in the name of Jesus. And by the end of the day, you say to beat you up. I'm poor. No, you have to do it. See, of ourselves, we can do nothing. Of ourselves, we know nothing. You got to accept that. We're not smart. We're really idiots. Really, we don't, it is okay not to know. That's the beauty of it. It is really okay not to know. It's mama mia or la senor. Hold your wallet not to know. I'm glad not to know. I'm glad I don't have to be thinking about those things. I really am. That's what, I mean, you can have peace. Just imagine you don't have to think about those things. What you going to eat, what you going to wear, who you going to be with, and all that crap. You don't have to think about those things. Um, yes, sir. And then I'm coming to Frankie uh, next. Okay. Yes, I, sir. I mostly catch you on uh, your podcast. Yeah. And Is this your first time? Second time. Oh, okay. I was here with my daughter back in January. Yeah, I remember now. Um, she says hello. Hello. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I don't know if I'm in the right week. What was the biblical question of the week? How do you know if you're awake? Yes. Okay. I'd like to answer that. And you say, are you awake? Yes. How do you know you're awake? I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> well, tell me if I am. I'll tell you why I think I'm awake, and then you can... Well, if you got to think you're awake, that means no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a two-part answer. All right, go One ahead. is about myself, and the, other, the second part is about others. So what I've noticed about myself since I started, since I forgave my parents and uh, doing the silent prayer, is before I would get lost in my thoughts. I mean, I would just daydream I guess and yes. and it was like a stream of consciousness and I'd jump from one thing to another and 
I didn't know where I was, you know, five minutes later, where now I catch myself sometimes within seconds yes. where I'm, I start going down that path and following that thought and then I snap out. I'm like, holy cow, where was that going? And I, so I'm, that's part of what I think is I'm, I'm awake. And the second part I've noticed, I, I live in Chicago, but I, I came out here to for some work and visit my daughter. So I was, we were, my daughter and I were. Did you in see a, Juicy Smollett while you were there? <laughs> no, I saw him in the on my phone. <laughs> uh, we went to a mall yesterday, and I started to notice here in LA. Here in LA, okay. And I started to notice the number of young men walking around with purses. And uh, just screaming, you know, that they were beta. <laughs> and in the past, I would have judged them immediately in my mind. Right. Or if I was with somebody, I'd say, hey, look at that guy, whatever. Uh, I didn't do that. Right. And I, what I did was instead I, I, I observed them and kind of knew why, how they got there. Yes. Uh, with, with an angry mother, with, with a dad that either wasn't there or the dad wasn't. Beta. Telling you know the mother, hey, don't don't let him get go, leave the house like that. So it's kind of observing really myself and uh, about myself and about others. That's so, amazing. Is that my wake? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll respond in a minute. Okay. I, I'll come back to it. Okay. All right. But very thank very interesting. Okay. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Yes, uh, over there, Frankie, and then the young lady in white. Yes, sir. So two things. Uh, I remember in, my, in the old days, people called things that were sins, and I used to believe, you know, grew up Catholic, things with, were sins. I can't hear you. That they believed sins were smoking, drugs, oh, yeah. and sex. The yeah. old days, I used to believe that, right? right. And I, I, I understand it is not that. Uh, what I've discovered since then is that why it's bad to do that is because it cuts you off from the tree of life, and then you make the drug your god, you make the sex your god, you go crazy. You go with it. yeah. You go crazy with it, and so uh, that, that was a big discovery. And uh, the second item is on wisdom, and uh, I read in a book this week that actually talks about wisdom and how you get it. You get it with solitude and meditation by being still. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, if you're interested in that. That. That's the path. That's the beauty of life, too. You change by being still. You do not change by overreacting, hooping and hollering, running up and down the aisle. It's in stillness. Heaven and earth were created. Likewise, you will change. It will happen without you realizing. Absolutely. The young lady in white. Yes. So um, I guess I had a question about thoughts. And Are you allowed for me? Yeah, so are certain people more prone to have to like these thoughts? I mean, I'm sure everyone has thoughts, but you you mentioned earlier that um, you you go into your imagination when you're when you've been traumatized as a kid. Yes. And so, if you haven't been traumatized as a kid, do you still are you still subject to those thoughts and listening well, to them? Well, we all born in sin, meaning that we were born in fam with parents who have screwed up. And they cause us to fall into it by causing us to be angry. But if that never happened, you would be, kids have the mind of God. They know right from wrong. They, they speak up. They'll say whatever they want to say. 
and they won't hate you for it. If you apologize, they'll let it go just like that. No big deal. But once you're traumatized, and most people are traumatized, all people really, because we were born into a family of parents who are no good. They are in that fallen state already. So they're the one who caused you to fall into it. But if you were born with perfect parents, you would not fall into it. You wouldn't have those thoughts. You'd be guided by what is right. Yes, and but what, how come it's not taught at all that you should not listen to your thoughts? Like it's, I mean, I haven't, I haven't ever heard that <laughs> until like you know I came here, and so it's, and I see it now. I see that the thoughts are not good, right? And um, even the good ones, because obviously it just makes you, it builds you up to, you know, let because you down. Most preachers and pastors and. Uh, rabbis and Allahu Abba folks and they are all hypocrites and Pharisees. They have learned the knowledge of and they are puffed up by it and now they want to be your leader. They want you to worship them. They put on the robes and they put on the big hats and they uh, they know the Bible really well and they, they want you that all that knowledge puffed them up and they're in a fallen state. So they're not telling you Either because they don't, probably because they don't know it, because I can't see how you would know and not tell. But they want you to worship them. The psychologists, psychiatrists, the people with the degrees, MA, you know, the PhDs, FADs, and STDs, and all that. They want you to worship them instead of God. That's what's going on. Even the parents that are in the fallen state, they are so prideful in the fallen state, they can't admit they're wrong. They are rather sing you to hell before the ego, that fallen state nature, allow them to say, you know what, I'm raw, I'm weak, I'm sorry. That's why. It's that knowledge, it's that fallen state. So you're, tell- you're saying that, or it's basically the people that are not aware that thoughts are lies are essentially living their life with, without peace and with just constant uh, turmoil? Yes. They are miserable. They are angry and miserable. And that's why they have to keep people worshiping them. That's why they have to present themselves as the authorities. That's why they have to educate themselves. That's why, I mean, they're constantly trying to avoid the the pain of being separated from God rather than going to the pain and accepting it so that they can overcome. It's a mess. But they want to be your God. That's why. They don't want you to be an individual. A daughter of God, not needing them. They want you to need them because they have conflict. And it's like they draw people unto them like a drug. And they keep you there to control you like a drug. That's why in government now, government is so corrupt. It's amazing how corrupt they are. They are liars and you can't trust them now. You just know now, right? And it's hard to... If you if you were in a fallen state, it would be hard to understand. They're so corrupt. And they don't mind lying to you. They'll lie in your face. And, and it's just a mess. And so I'm glad to be waking up. I'm glad that a lot of folks are starting to wake up to that. Because God is your God. You don't want any other person or thing to be your God. So the people that are corrupt and all of that... They, it's a spirit, right? It's the spirit in them. It's yes. not them. Right. It's, it's the, the spirit. spirit that made a home in them. Yes. So 
What about um, Satan's spirit? So Satan. That is Satan's spirit. Yes, but what about Satan himself? So you're so does he have that? He has that spirit in him as well. He is the spirit, or yes, does he have that spirit? Yes, that's his nature. Okay, and this is because he's like, he want to be God. Okay, and he made a promise he's going to deceive every man, woman, and child. He want to rob, steal, and kill. And it's happening right now like 90 going north. I was flipping through the TV the other day, and I saw this, a little portion of this show. I didn't watch the whole thing. Of this show called Mary Jane, Being Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. It's about this black woman. Uh, she's also the, she, she's that old woman. What's her husband name? Uh, oh, yeah, she's married to a football player. Right? <laughs> I'm saying what? yes a basketball player by the name of Dwayne Williams or something, and she's older than him. She's like, like old enough to be a mama. And, but in this show, she's a slut. She is a literal slut. But they're promoted like it's good. And the men are slut makers. And I'm thinking, poor young kids that don't have parents to say this is wrong. Because they glorify it. They make it look like you're just making love. And it's just normal. It's so gross. It makes me want to throw up. And the things they do in the movies nowadays, with no shame. And if young kids are growing up thinking that they admire this woman, and they're thinking that this kind of sex and with anybody, anywhere, and to brag about it normal, then they're going to do the same thing. Especially they don't have parents to say, no, first of all, you shouldn't be watching this. Secondly, that's not love. That's, that's animal. That's not good. They're going to suffer for it, especially she's a black woman, too. And a lot of black kids are looking at that stuff, thinking that these movie stars are good, and they're not. But it's Satan in them. It's his nature. Everyone who has anger, a little bit iota of anger, just a little tab, is the son or daughter of Satan. And you're blind and can't see. But you're the son. So that's why you have to repent. Go and forgive so that spirit can be taken away from you. I totally understand Paul now when he said he was doing the things he didn't want to do. And the things he wanted to do, he could not do. Everybody in this room don't want to be angry. You want to be have a perfect life. You want to have peace. And so it's not you. It's that spirit that made a home in you. That's why it's not good to take credit for it. Just know. That's, and another reason to know yourself. Because you start to see, like this young man was saying, you start to see that it's not you. You start before you can see it. Now you see it, then you start being mad about it. You stop judging yourself, and things get better and better. He's absolutely right about that. You catch yourself not hating. You see that it's not them; it's something else now. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Good question. But it's Satan. It's a spirit in us. It is not us. Okay. Thank you. Yes, sir. Hey, Mister Movie Star. Yes, How you doing? Good, man. You. All the way. I'm glad to see you, man. Yes, sir. I want to ask you, uh, in your opinion, is does the devil exist, or is that a thought that man came up with? No. And what is the difference between thinking and a thought? All thoughts are lies. They are not your own. They are from Satan. And if you pay attention, once you get to know yourself, you start thinking about, wow, I would never think this. Why am I thinking about this? I would never sit around and think about this, right? You will start to see that he is seducing you. In your imagination, he's giving you the thoughts. The spirit of Satan. 
That can't be described as just human error, as if I, I attempted to, if I tripped over something. That can't be a thought process that, that is this uh, valuable or something, not well, the devil. Tri- if you trip over something, it's not the same as thinking. You know, you may have been walking down the road and you were caught up in your head or looking at the wrong thing and you tripped over something you wasn't aware. But it's those thoughts that come to you to make you unaware. Because if you were not lost in your head, in your imagination, that's why God said, bring every thought into captivity. If you were not lost in your head, you would see the, the wood on the ground so you wouldn't trip over it. The only way you have you trip over things is that you're unconscious as you move it about. Okay, so if I wanted to figure out the height of a cubic square or something like this, and I had to think about it, is that from Satan as well? No, go and figure it out. And once you, once you see how tall it is, let it go. Don't hold on to it anymore. It was just a tool for that particular project. But you don't want to think of it because if you think about it more, you'll say, oh, I'm not sure if I'm right about that. Or it might not be that high. I got to go back and try again. He'll have you going to that cubit and trying every day to make sure it's right. I remember before I woke up, I used to go to the post office and I would open the box and get the mail out. And I'll be walking away. I'm looking in there, and there's nothing in the mailbox, right? And then I'll walk away from the mailbox. He'll say, oh, you left some mail in the box. And I go all the way back to the box, look again, and then close it back up, and then I have to keep the box to make sure I locked it. He, he worked with little things like that that he has no business with. So that's not human error? No, it's not human error. It's Satan's temptation to destroy you, make you doubt and also, he's making, as long as you pay attention to his mindset, it keeps you away from the voice of God, too, because he, got, he has your attention. Is there any evidence of the devil's existence besides the thought? Yes. What is that? Um, having sex out of wedlock, living together before marriage, stealing, lying, killing, and, st- and hating people based on color. Uh, worried about how you look, uh, worried about where you're going to live, what you're going to eat, where you're going to sleep, uh, judging your fellow man, not loving all people. All this evidence that Satan exists. And more, I can go on and on. All right, so if, if all mankind went to sleep for 10 minutes and nobody moved, is there existence of the devil at that point, if there's no action by man? Yeah, because um, if everybody's asleep, uh, Satan can work with you in your sleep. That's why it's good to be, do, you know, be silent before you go to sleep so that God can help you, cause you to have a peaceful and restful night or sleep. Right, but you. he worked with you on the mind. You have been laying down with your wife and she woke up mad and you were asleep and she was asleep and then she woke up and said, your husband over there smiling. And she wake up. He sure is. <laughs> and she go bow and you're like why you hit me I dream that you were smiling about another woman yeah he worked with the mind too good question man alright um, tell me your first name again Chris, Chris. I interviewed Chris he was the uh, black Panther guy remember that yeah that was a good interview that's him <laughs> that's he I'm glad you're here, man. Can my son say hello to you? Hello, son. Hello. Hello. How you doing? Uh, uh, my name is Yadzer. I'm glad to meet you, but how old are you? 
I'm se- I'm eight. Right on. You love your dad? Yes. He's sir. amazing, huh? Yeah, that's good. Right on. <laughs> hey, Jesse Wayne. What? I like. No, I do. I play video games so much. You do what? She plays video games. Oh, good. But don't play it when you get an O. Hey. Uh, hey, Jesse. Hey, buddy. How old are you? Uh, I'm six. You don't know? I'm six. Uh, I remember when I was six. I started school in the first grade. What grade are you? Grade? Uh, you go to school? No. Oh, right on. You're homeschooled. Right on, man. Right thing to do. Well, I'm glad to talk to you guys. So I play video games. The games I play is Call of Duty, Fortnite, and Rush. All right. Well, when you get older, you have to stop playing and get a job. All right. We'll take some pictures at the end, all right? And we'll take some pictures with you guys. Okay. Um, James, did you have your hand again? Yeah. Oh, Joel did first, and then here. Yes, sir. And then I want to get to something. When it comes to your biblical question, would you say that it's dangerous to say that you're awake? Are you awake? I'm wide awake. <laughs> I feel like it's dangerous to say that you're awake because I feel like Satan will use that and make you feel like you're awake and you deceive yourself. Amazing. But, that's, but I'm asking. Oh. <laughs> I can't say right now. Okay. Um... But there has to be some proof that you're awake. Otherwise, you wouldn't know you're awake. But do you think the ego will make you feel like you are? And then... But really if not. you know the voice of Satan, it won't, it won't work. So there's a place where you can be where you're humble enough to see that you yes. are awake. Uh, Absolutely. He's black. <laughs> when you hear us say Joel is black, <laughs> what do you think? Right here, Joel, with the white blouse. What are you thinking when you hear, he black? Um, I just think you guys are joking, right? Yeah, Yeah, he's not black. (laughs) (laughs) He's 30% white. (laughs) I absolutely really appreciate that I know Joel. Because he has his, like, his glass is always empty. And he has his innocent about it where he's truly seeking to want to know what's right and it's just so amazing to see that I've never met anyone like that and I really appreciate it because sometimes he comes to me with some stuff I'm like wow this is so amazing <laughs> it has to come from God because you have to have a clear mind or seeking heart to uh, understand some of the stuff he be understanding it's mind blowing so I really enjoy talking to him uh, before James started doing the news Joel and I used to have breaks in the radio, during the radio show. We used to have some good talks during the break, but now James is all in the way. <laughs> the white man always trying to keep the black man down. <laughs> anyway, yes. Another super chat asked a question from Jay. Jesse, what, what to do when someone in church tells, me, tells you he felt something wrong when praying for you? Because I've never felt closer to God since waking up. It made me mad because he goes to Bible, stu- Bible school and I know that spirit. And do what this young man just said. When you see it, when you wake up, you see it, don't judge him. They, they, you know, they can't help it. Tell him to go sit down. 
But don't judge him. That's the that's the real deal. And you'll see what to do. You got to stop judging. You'll see what to do. This is your first time here. The young lady right here. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what's your first name? Terry. Terry, take the mic for me. Do you mind? Oh, sure. Uh, how did you hear about us? My husband started listening to you about uh, a year ago. You still like him? Um, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> is he beta? Yes. He's a beta. <laughs> So you have to walk back to Sacramento. <laughs> uh, and so anything you disagree with, anything at all that you'd like to ask me about, feel free. No, I'm on board with you. You are? Mm-hmm. How does it feel to have a husband that was a baiter who is now waking up? What is that like for you? It's getting a lot better. We're coming to you tomorrow for marriage counseling. Oh, okay. So. Oh, good. <laughs> Are you oh, shy? Mm-hmm. You shy? Yeah, right. <laughs> she's not shy when she's yelling at you, huh? Oh, no, she can get angry. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah I can. <laughs> All right. So you have no question at this point. You have any questions? No, he might. Um, well, or I have a lot, disagreement? Of, a lot of anger, too. I'm just wondering how to get rid of that. What are you angry about? Um, I don't know. It's, uh, I... Jealousy, I guess, of her previous relationships. Oh, crazy sometimes. You, yeah. je- you, your wife been married before? No, but she had a live-in thing. She had a live-in thing. Yeah. Why did you marry her, knowing she had a live-in thing? Are you married to her now? Yes. Okay. Why did you marry her, knowing she had a live-in thing, and you would be jealous of it? Um, you get what I, you deserve. Yeah, I just um, was looking. I was looking for a woman. I was looking for a marriage and a family. I was looking to make a family. Be Let me say, like never that look. Goes, right? Men and women, never look. It'll be added to you. But uh, um, did you go and forgive your mother yet? I have. You went to your mother? On the phone. Beta! <laughs> Why you didn't go to her? Um, I don't know. She wasn't a bad mother. You know. But why do you go to her and forgive her? For whatever you did on the phone, why didn't you say that to her in person? Probably because I have a hard time expressing myself unless I just get angry, unless it just builds up and then it comes out in anger. And um, how was your, did your mother control you when you were growing up? No, she left my father and then she left my stepfather. And I thought you said she wasn't in. a bad mother. Um. That's bad. She's killed two men and a boy. Right? Yeah, it was kind of messed up, yeah. I Did you tell her that? Um, How old are you? I'm 52. Amazing. Did you tell her that? Um, not really, no. And why not? You gotta, if you want your courage, you got to go back and face her. Yeah. And be honest with her. And don't say that lie that she wasn't a, a bad mother. She was a bad mother. That's why you messed up like this. Yeah, so I haven't forgiven her for that. Yeah. You, you I, know that's what, I know that's what I'm hurting about. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah. You got to forgive her, man. Otherwise, you're not going to get better. When you forgive, God will forgive you. And don't take the cowardly way out and do it on the phone. It's best to go and face her. You're going to be shaking in your boots. But it'll be the last time you ever have to shake in your boots. And you go in there to forgive her because she couldn't help herself. Just as you can't help yourself, you don't want to be weak, but you can't help it, right? 
Likewise, she couldn't help herself. So don't hate her for it. That makes sense? Okay. Yeah. And then God will forgive you. Don't ask for forgiveness. But you, does she live near you? No. So uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, but you got to forgive her if you want your courage back. Yeah, she was young, and I just feel like she did her best. But she did leave two of my dads, my stepdad and my natural dad. Yeah. yeah. And you went with her, right? No, after the stepdad, I went up and lived with my natural father again. Yeah. Well, forgive your mother, man, and forgive your father, too. But we'll talk tomorrow. You guys are coming in tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll pick up on it. Sure. But it's easy to overcome. Don't worry about it. You have to face your fears. All right? All right. Okay. Um, I have a couple of announcements that I want to make sure that I get in. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Just so I, while I'm remembering... We have a men's forum this Thursday, and we have um, a man named Nick who who's offering a five hundred dollar matching. He wants to match donations up to five hundred dollars. Oh, good. Today. Oh, okay. Thank, Thank you. you, Nick. I appreciate it. He matching funds today on five hundred dollars. He'll give up to five hundred. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, how are you feeling, uh, Sherry? Kelly. I mean, Kelly. <laughs> I'm I'm okay. I'm doing okay. You got any answers yet, Beth? Yes. What did they say? Benign. Oh, good. Yes. The doctor told us she has something. What did they tell you? They found something on a mammogram that oh. didn't look quite right. And they just got to keep an eye on it. That's all. And how did you deal with it when they told you? You know, I just felt like I accepted it. Either way, you know, I just I just felt that, that somehow something would work out. Did you stay out of your head about it? Yes, I continued with the things that I needed to do. Right on. And oh, that's uh, every when now and then, really get busy. When the doctor said, oh, you got a spot on your lung. Like, oh, my God. And he tell you every kind of thing, and then you find out it's not true. Right. Yeah. Well, good. Yes. I'm glad to hear that, Kelly. Yes. Okay. Um, so I got to say this. Uh, yes, sir. I had... Two questions, one about prayer and one about speaking up. Yes. Uh, this April 24, I went to a, one of the events uh, in regards to the Armenian Genocide. Yes. And it was a, they have like memorial, they have a protest in front of the Turkish embassy. So I ended up going to the protest because I was late. <laughs> but uh, I went there and there was this uh, group it stood out to me. They had an American flag upside down, and um, it said, uh, guilty of genocide. So I thought, let me go to them and ask, what is this about? And uh, I went, and there was a whole bunch of Armenians. Uh, they looked like grew up here, but the leader was this uh, Indian woman, you know, the, the one with the feathers and stuff. Uh, and make, I, and make I asked, a long story short because okay, I asked her and uh, asked her what is it about, and she said, "Well, U.S. is guilty of the genocide of Indians." I said, "But that has nothing to do with today's event." And she said, "Well, no, we're just supporting you." I said, "No, you're not." And I was just trying to figure out if they belong there or not. And then she said, she started saying, "I said you're just hating America." And she said, "I take a SHIT on America every day." And I said, oh, no, you don't belong here. So I started making a big deal out of it to kick them out of there because they weren't with the founders or of the protest. And everybody was hating me at first 
because they didn't understand why. But by the end, they started thanking me. But uh, I wasn't. I'm conflicted about it. If I did it the right way, because there were so many people that were against me in the beginning, that I had to constantly bring myself down to like calm down, concentrate. You know. What's your, what's your question for me? So is that wrong or? Yeah. Okay. You have to stay out of other people's business, Alex. You still listen to Satan. You yeah. get involved in everything because you think you know now, uh-huh. and you think that you need to challenge everyone. You need to be involved. You got to overcome that, man. You're gonna get killed. <laughs> you really are because you've been your ego has got you now because you think you know, and you think you have to get involved in everything, and you're not being led by God to do it because there is a timing and a place for everything. And unless he guides you and leads you to do it, you can walk into a situation where you will not be safe. And it won't be, it, it's unnecessary to do it. There are times to speak and there are times to be quiet. And I know you have that problem with not knowing when, the, when those times are because Satan is telling you what you think you know and you're getting involved. Nothing good come from that. Except hopefully you learn to be quiet and wait and let him show you. But that's, that's the thing, um, it was a good thing in the end by all, no matter how no, you look at it. No, it just made you feel, feel good. No, I, I actually didn't feel good about the way I handled it. But if, if it had been from God, you wouldn't be feeling any conflict about it at all. I see what you mean. Okay, uh, my second um, question about the pair. I, I was looking- you keep your girlfriend on nails and pins, right? Uh, do you worry about him? Um... Sometimes when he gets a little too too much, I worry that, you know, fight is going to get started or something like that. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> he just like his mama. Well, everybody everybody thinks I want to fight, but I'm doing everything not to fight. I, but you're not. You're inviting by getting involved with things and speaking up at the wrong time. Yeah, but what is the things. right time then? See, when it's the right time, you clearly know it. Like what we were talking about earlier, you would clearly know it. It would just happen. Okay. F- and you would be protected. I feel like it was the right time. Because Are you they still were... taking your medication? Ah, come on. No, I'm messing with you. I don't know. I, you but, know, to speak up and they, but they you were... you went over to them and started it. I they just come it's to a, you. So there were a lot of groups. There were like flags I couldn't recognize. And I asked one group and they were Assyrians. And I didn't know the Assyrian flag and but Turks killed them too. But you knew that they had the flag upside down because they hated America. You already knew that. I wanted to know. Did you the, already know that? Yes, but I wanted to and know. So you didn't need to go over to them to ask them what the deal because you knew with the flag being upside uh-huh. down that they were doing it because they hated America. Okay, but is that right? Still yes, be real but flag. I didn't I know. Move. I didn't know if the protest organizers which are, you know, I contribute to them, right. they sanctioned it or not. So I wanted to find that out. I went to the organizer and I asked them. I said, did you sanction it? They said no. And then I brought so it to their attention. So they should away. Uh, they, yeah, but uh, if they were with the protest, I would have left the protest. That's why I went to ask. Uh, okay. Um, well, and then one thing led to the other, and I ended up, the police came and kicked them out. All right, we'll suffer. Okay, well, no, I... But I can't be with you, so only God is with you. So you have to make sure you know Satan's voice versus God's voice. Yeah. God said, my children shall know me by my voice. Then, and Michael's not here today, right? Where's Michael? 
Oh, I wish Michael was here. Michael just said, crazy. <laughs> Michael put on a Make America Great hat again I know. and a Make America shirt hat and went to the mall over to Fossil Hill. What? Ain't nothing over there but black folks. <laughs> <laughs> and gang members and everything else. Why would he intentionally put on a hat to go over there knowing it's going to start problems? And then if they had killed him over there, first thing he'd cry, racism. I'm like, Michael, don't do that. What's wrong with you? You don't have to go looking for trouble. God will have you in the right place at the right time to deal with the right issues. I'm telling you. But the egos gets in the way if you think you know something, you need to repair, you hate your mama, you hate this, right? You, you will go looking for trouble, you'll get killed. And then you blame God for it. But you got to know the difference between the two voices. Same voice made you think what ain't supposed to be happening, but God will reveal all things to you and it'll be very clear. That makes sense? It makes sense. It's just... Well, just suffer, man. Well, before I would have started a fight, <laughs> I mean, I didn't... I was totally peaceful. The only we, problem I had, I had to remind myself to calm myself down. See there? And... When you go in, That's another point. When you go into a situation sent by God, you don't need to calm down. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in you to cause you to go out of control, first of all. The spirit is not in you, so you're not going to be, you have to calm down. You're already calm. Do you have, like, uh, can you lock him up at the house? <laughs> I could put him with our dog in the cage. Yeah, yeah put in the there. backyard. Right. There's Something. a lock in there. I don't know what to do with it. Imagine if I said that about a woman. <laughs> Amazing. Put him in a cage. All right. All right. Uh, I got to do this because of time. Um, there was a... Is this, this is not your first time here, right? This is my first time, yes. Oh, it is? Amazing. Tell me your first name and how did you hear about us? Bianca. Bianca. Friend. Oh, oh. George. So this is the first time George brought you. Yes. Okay. Well, welcome. Thank you. Um, did you hear about us before you came? I am a fan. Oh. I like watching your videos. I actually did watch the video with... Um, Black Panther guy. Right. What do you think about the Black Panther Um, interview? I thought it was amazing. I thought it was really cool. I wasn't expecting that. He seemed really genuine. I I just loved it. I just love listening to people that don't sound like everybody else that really actually appear to be thinking independently. I'm like, you're in the wrong group, don't you think? (laughs) I I thought it was amazing. You should get out of there. Yeah. Yeah, It was very, very good. Yeah. Um, anything you disagree with or any questions for me or anything? Um, yeah, well, actually, you just touched on something that I, what, I thought maybe I could follow up on. Uh, you just said that you shouldn't go seeking love right. from anyone. So I'd love to hear more f- for that because I feel like uh, living in L.A. and like I just feel like I'm looking for more of that traditional kind of relationship. I think it's I feel like I have to justify that a lot. Um, so I would just love to know your ideas on what. I would recommend that you you seek first the kingdom of God in his right way. Get to know yourself. Watch yourself. And go and forgive so God can give you peace. And if he wants you to have a husband in your life, he will give you one. It will be the perfect one. But if you go seeking a man, you put it, first of all, you're putting that before God. And you're going to always get the wrong one. Because most men today hate women. And they're trying to get something from them that they don't have. And they think sex is love. 
and they're all going to take advantage of you and not care about you I at all. I feel like it's the same. I feel like women hate men and men hate women. They do. And I'm very... Absolutely. I'm, like, disgusted by that and kind of like, ugh, like I'm just so annoyed by the femini- feminism stuff. Right. And just, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, it's like, I feel like we're all going crazy. The world going and I'm trying crazy. to find someone sane, you know? Well, seek God first, okay. and then he will add to you, but don't look for a man. Yeah. Do not look for a man. You got to find the wrong one. Don't look for anything but God. Seek the kingdom of God. How do you do that? You just don't even think about that ever. Well, what you do is realize that you're wrong for having this anger that you have, and that anger has separated you from God. That Satan is your daddy, and he you're listening to his thoughts, and Mm -hmm. he's telling you, "Look for a man over here. Do this and do that." You are obeying thoughts, and uh, well, if you get to know God, meaning that you. Do the silent prayer so you can become aware of those thoughts. Okay. Then you'll be able to wait and do the right thing. You'll see the right thing to do. Have you gone and forgiven your mother yet? You know what? No. And I was just thinking, I was like, wow, I actually have the anger has grown. Yes. Because she's like, uh, doesn't Put like that I, to you like, for me. she doesn't like that I like Trump. And then she's very, like, aggressive about, you know, like, I, I've, I've actually had to distance myself. Yes. And it's, I feel like we used to be a lot closer, um, but I definitely haven't forgiven her for the bad mistakes that she made. You need to, I and recommend I would go, love to. Yeah, go and forgive her. And don't, you do know, you, just say, hey, look, I realize you can't help yourself. Whatever. How do you help forgive someone that's like kind of By getting to know yourself. Okay. And you will see what's happening with you and yeah. that there are things you're doing that you can't help yourself. You that's don't true. want to do, right? Well, every human being have the same problem. Yep. And they can't help it. So your mother couldn't help herself. Yeah. Your father could not help. Yeah. And the problem is it's not what they did to you. Yeah. It's you hating them for what they did. Sure. So okay. that's, and that's separate you from God. So real, get to know yourself. Go and forgive them. Your life will change just like that. Okay. And that. How about your father? Have you gone to him? I did actually forgive him. Yeah. I didn't grow up with him. It was just bad decisions <laughs> by my mother. And yes. he wasn't that great. Um, and I actually did forgive him. I know, hadn't seen, I haven't seen him since I was like three years old. And then he literally died two days later. I, oh. I honestly do feel the way those circumstances happened because I hadn't seen him. He didn't even have my number. Yes. That he let go when, after I forgave him and he right was like crying. So I actually feel good about that. Well, I mean, go and the way forgive that your mother. Out. And don't argue with her. Don't okay. fight with her. If she admitted, fine. If she doesn't, fine. You're going so that God can forgive you and draw you back into the kingdom within. Yeah. And if she starts crying or yelling and she's on, not like that kind of angry. It's like Hillary the little Clinton subtle stuff. Ring yeah. out or something. Yeah. Just let her act out. Okay. And if she fall out and die, just get the insurance. <laughs> Don't tell your sisters. Oh my God. I've got Put your name four on brothers it. and sisters, so it's not going to happen. But yeah, <laughs> have a cheap little funeral. Buy yourself that's a house. terrible. I love my mother, but yeah, yeah I gotta that's work why on I said cheap stuff. Funeral. Yeah, I don't want her to, nothing bad to no. happen there. But whatever, my point is, whatever she does is on her between yeah. her and God, not yeah. you. Yep. You forgive her so God can forgive you. Then you love your mother with perfect love. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah. and you'll be able to be around her or not to be around her. You won't have guilt. Okay. You won't be afraid or anything. It'd be amazing. Okay. I have but to you do will work. love her the way God intended for us to love one another. Okay. All right. Thank you. Yeah, let me know how it goes. Okay, I will. All right. Okay. So, there was a... Yes, James. 
Y'all know who James is? You know who James is? That hate report, huh? Yeah. What a mess. <laughs> James think he black. He be talking to black people tough. No, you shut up. <laughs> okay, one question from William. How do you overcome your mother if she doesn't realize that she still does what she did? How come people don't, what, what I'm trying to tell you is not up to the mother. She doesn't need to realize it. She doesn't need to admit anything. The problem is you hated her, and that's why you're suffering. It's not what she did to you. It's you hated her for what she did, meaning that you're judging her. The anger, anger, resentment, hatred is pride, is judgment, is separate you from God to be your own God. So she doesn't have to admit to anything. No one has to admit you forgive them for hating you. You suffer because you hate, not because of what they did. That makes sense? Does that make sense? But everybody, well, not everybody, a lot of people seem to think the other person needs to apologize. They don't. They do not need to apologize. You're not suffering because the body heals. Whatever happened, it happened already. Your body healed. You went to the gym. You had fun, right? But the soul is the one that's suffering because the soul is separated from God. And God is not going to let Satan's soul into his kingdom. So you forgive. Don't ask, you don't need them to. When God said, before you enter into the kingdom of heaven, go and forgive and I will forgive you. He didn't say they need to forgive. Nowhere in the Bible does it tell you to ask for forgiveness. It's telling you to forgive. That's what needs to happen. Don't care. It doesn't matter what they say. It really doesn't. That's it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Is this your first time? Second. Oh, yeah. You were here last Sunday? Uh, no, a couple weeks ago. From Arizona? Yep. Right on. Welcome back. back. How's Pretty it going? Good. Pretty good. I moved here. Oh, you moved to L.A.? Yep. Welcome to L.A. Thank you. How long you been living here? Uh, since the beginning of April. Right on, man. Are you doing a silent prayer? Uh, I try to, but I forget sometimes. You suffer. Yeah, well, I know. I realize that. Yeah. Make sure you come. Can you come to the meeting Thursday night? We have the men's forum Thursday night. Uh, yeah. Oh, We're going to have a special one this week. I got some special to tell the men. Okay. All right, so make sure you're here. I will. All right. Are you coming? Yes. Yeah, make sure you come. <laughs> yes. Is he, are you the one I argue with? No, I've never. Okay. I haven't locked two in years yet. <laughs> James ready to beat you up already. Huh? <laughs> there was something here that I told them they shouldn't move back here with their mom. Oh yeah. What happened? I, there was somebody who was going to move back here to live with their mother for like, a couple of weeks. Right. Yeah. I recommended that they didn't do it. So I thought for a second. Oh, yeah, oh, he's no. coming for you. Definitely <laughs> wasn't me. <laughs> nah. Okay. Uh, so, did you just did you have your head real fast? Here? I just want to add real quick, when I, uh, when I left here that Sunday, I was able to see that I was wrong. Yeah. And I really felt what it was to repent, like I felt this pain. Yes. And I dealt with that situation, I left it there, and I kept, kept it moving, and stayed with the prayer, and now I'm feeling this, this connection, it's like this great connection. And sometimes I'll be just driving around or doing my thing, and I feel this joy, this so much joy right. that I could cry. That's right. You know what man. I mean? And That's life amazing. is just so amazing. And the reason for that, like God, he's not going to hold anything against you. He's not going to punish you. The moment you realize you were wrong, he's done with it. 
But Satan reminds you to make you feel guilty, to make you feel like, blah, 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 you're never going to know God. That's not God's game. He loves us. And he's not going to hold anything against you. He's not like the way we would treat one another. And it's almost like, even though it was just a couple weeks ago, I was living with a girl, it's almost like I don't even remember. Like, yeah, it right. never happened. And the only times I remember is when my friends bring it up or someone brings it up. And, and if they don't, if they still judge me of my past, I still forgive them for their unforgiveness. Yeah, just say, hey, you're right. I was wrong. I'm yep. doing it right now. Oh, they but, will judge you. Yeah, but I just, sometimes I could be... Especially with you, G, because a lot of those guys were listening to you and... Yeah. They were getting involved because you were setting that example, so it was and, a big letdown. And and it, the crazy thing too is all all kinds of situations are presenting itself. You know, like even uh, some friends are like chasing him down to talk to me. I'm like, what does this guy want? And then they come for advice, and right on. It's almost like I was never wrong. You know, That's like right. I just feel joy and, and gratitude all the time. That's right, man. Keep moving forward. Don't listen to Satan at all. So apparently there was a white guy, a 19-year-old white man, a white guy, who shot and killed at least one or two Jews. Did you hear about that? He uh, uh, attacked a synagogue or something like that down in the San Diego area. Um, um, Did you all hear about this? Everybody heard about it. Uh, in the white blouse then, Victoria, what do you think about that situation? And then I'm, I'm winding to war in. What do you think about that? Well, I don't know the whole story, but it just seems that um, I don't know. I, actually, I don't really, I haven't really thought. Oh, okay. like, I read it this morning, like oh, uh, I see. briefly. It wasn't, I don't really know much about it, but you, it seems like it's happening a lot more often. It is more and more now. Yeah. Victoria, have you put any thought into it? What do you think about it? I actually only heard about it because it was on James's show this morning. Right. The only thing that stuck out to me was that some woman jumped in front of a bullet for a rabbi. Yeah, I was surprised. I to thought I that was that. very bizarre. So I wanted to get your take on that because. I don't believe that a woman should jump in front of a man to I catch a bullet. I ain't going to jump in there and take no bullet for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> don't say I'm going to jump and take it. That's what I got. Mark. Mark, take all my bullets. <laughs> I can't even take my own bullet. So I'm like, Mark, you got to go with me and take the bullet. No, nah, that's insane. But that, I don't know that what she struck, Yeah, that struck me as very odd. And yeah. um, I she just, did? She's very, she's very she dead. <laughs> but <laughs> so I, I, it actually made me want to ask you. I ain't gonna take my own bullet. I got Mark. <laughs> I got the expert. He knows how to take bullets. <laughs> I don't understand that one either. When when I heard James say that this morning, I'm like, poor woman. Yeah, how crazy like, can you be? What was she thinking? Well, that's what I wanted to ask you. I mean, because I don't, I feel like, well, okay, I should, I'm not going to have an opinion about it. That's what I'm just going to say. Fine. I I said it was bizarre, but let's move away from that. I just know I don't plan to take any bullets. That's what I wanted your thoughts on it. You know, some people say, oh, I take your pain. I ain't taking no pain. That's Bill Clinton's job, not mine. (laughs) Christ already came. He took all your pains. You don't have to deal with them. 
So I ain't taking nobody's pains. Did you think about that situation? Do you know about it? Briefly. Uh, you know a little bit about it? Yeah, just a little. What, uh, any opinion about it? Not really. Oh, okay. um, just that it's, uh, you know, it's just kind of troubling, troubling times. Yeah. You know, because you're seeing it more and more often, uh, uh, events like these. So, you know. Yeah. Did you think about it, Frankie? Have you put any thought into it? I did a little bit. What did you think about it? Um, well, you know, it's not 20, it's not 40 people. It's only one, so it'll be forgotten quick. Um, I heard the rabbi speak about it this morning, the guy who jumped out of the way. Uh, he jumped out of the way and let the lady take it. Something, yeah, something <laughs> like, like that. Get out of here. You come. He says he was only fingers away from, from death, and uh, he actually spoke to this young man. And, uh, you know, that was, he didn't talk about what he spoke about. And I'm going, oh, okay. It is so common nowadays. It's like, okay, today is this, and tomorrow is going to be another one. And What did you think about that? Okay, y'all leave with the white person in right here. I want to know what you thought about it. Yes. Um, it kind of feels like they're trying to scare people from going to church as well. Like, it's like now it's a place of, like, you have to have security and, like, just yeah. like they did it with the airports, schools, and stuff like that, where you have to have, like, a, what do you call it? Metal detector. So it's it's one of those things where you would think churches are safe, but yeah, I noticed when the when they had that uh, church fire in what was it, London somewhere Notre Dame. Notre Dame, yeah, they call it uh, Easter. What do they call it? Easter worshiper. I'm like, what is an Easter worshiper? That happened to Christians. A Christian church would burn. It's not Easter worshippers. But if it was a Muslim or 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 Jewish, they say anti-Semitic or Islam or whatever they say, right? But with the Christians, they don't care. What is an Easter burning? Like somebody burned some eggs up or something. What did you? So I don't know if you know knew about it, but uh, the bombing that happened uh, on Easter, the uh, Pope told people in that country not to have church today. Well, not I don't to like have the Pope. Church. The Pope I heard this morning is paying the illegal aliens to come here or something. Forget about the Pope. Well, he, he told his own people no. no church on Sunday because they don't want people the uh, yeah. same thing to happen. What did you think about in the, in the gray shirt here, right here? Did, have you put any thought into it? Yes. What did you think about it? We already have... A semi-auto ban in California. I think they have a red flag laws in California. So they want to do this in red states, but they can't control their own state. So I think it's interesting that on one element, some evil exists in the world. We're trying to make all these laws that stop evil from existing. And the rest of the country is watching how they're doing here. Um, it's a tragedy, no doubt, but there's suffering all over the world. Um, I think that California has some answers, has to ask themselves some questions. How come they can't stop this? Very interesting. Daniel, what did you think about it? That's my producer. Y'all know Daniel? (laughs) Um, Daniel, mean, too. (laughs) No, you're not. Yeah, I thought it was um, like white trash. White trash? White trash. (laughs) And, uh, um, you can sit down. 
and it's it's easier to <laughs> it's easier to like commit suicide that way, like social what? suicide. So what now? He committed social suicide. Oh, social and, suicide. Yeah, instead of having babies and a family. Yeah, he should be trying to make some white babies. Yeah, I agree. Yes, sir. What did you think about it? Um, when I heard that, Luisa, I just skimmed over it because it happened so much, but Luisa told me this morning there was a border agent, a Jewish border agent, um, who was there, and he shot this guy, apparently. Or he... He shot, but he didn't hit him. He didn't get shot, man. He didn't hit him, but... He fired. Him. Who fired? Uh, they said there oh, was a, agent? Yeah, Oh, I didn't hear about that. And his, okay. his gun jammed, apparently, as well. And so there you were a lot of it? things. There were a lot of things in this guy's way. And it reminded me of uh, John Locke. He has a book called More Guns, Less Crime. And he, he says how most of these mass shootings happen in gun-free zones. And uh, basically, if if we you know, arm ourselves in the responsible way, these guys couldn't kill tens and tens of people. They yeah. could kill one or two, and that, that would be the end. Yeah. And um, right. also, um, well, let me, I forgot a point, but okay. that's okay. Yeah, but you're right about that. They're taking away our guns. Let me ask this y'all lady right here. Then I got put my little two cents in because we're coming to an end. Okay. I have no idea what... Oh, you haven't heard I, about no, it? No, I'm just listening right now. You so. smoke pot? No, I don't smoke. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I'm messing with you. Okay. Um, what I've been saying to the so-called alt-right, there are a lot of, as we all know, white people, especially white men, are hated in this country nowadays and around the world, really. They're really hated. And they're constantly being accused and attacked and blamed and, and all kind of stuff. And even in the Democratic Party, I'm not pushing in the party, but in the Democratic Party, white people are not even allowed. You know, you're not allowed to be there. Joe Biden ain't going to win. But I'm not pushing politics, so I'm just speaking. But what I realized, and so a lot of white guys and some white girls are are being fed by other angry white people. They hate you because you're white. The Jews are doing everything. The Jews are taking this from you. The Jews are to blame. And they are being encouraged to hate. And the government encouraging that. They're all encouraging white guys to hate. And the reason they want you to hate because they know once you build that anger up, you're going to go out and do something crazy. And then now they're going to call you white supremacy. They're going to lock you up. They're going to blame you and get rid of you. And, um, um, and then there are other white guys who have already fallen to that so they have radio shows and stuff and instead of uh, talking about or speaking about forgiveness and speaking up and getting involved they too are blaming the Jews they are blaming whomever right and it reminds me of the same thing that happened to the black people back when the civil rights movement started because it wasn't like that prior to the civil rights movement they started the movement and the blame game became white people White people this, white people that, white people to blame, white people to be hated. And so they got in this mode where uh, black people start, not all but most, started blaming white people for everything. And now the whites are blaming the Jews. And they're getting angry at the Jews. 
and they are having these kind of situations. It's a spiritual battle. And what whites don't understand, saints and children want you to do this. They are pushing you and encouraging you to hate so that you can break these laws and so kill one another. And they, then they really can take away your guns. White supremacists. See, I told you, white people are racist. I told you that they are white supremacists. Give me your guns. And you're being set up to carry out these acts and not realizing. They're not teaching you to love. They're teaching you to hate. And whenever someone wants to control you, they encourage you to become angry. They make you angry. Even in relationships, when someone wants to control you, the man wants to control the woman or the woman wants to control the man, they make you angry first or they tell you wonderful things about yourself. And either way, they got you. That's what's happening right now. They are encouraging white people to hate. They are blaming white men for everything. And white men ain't got nothing to do with it. It starts in that home. If you don't have perfect parents, you grow up angry and you mess up your own life. And But the white guys, some of them are listening, but most won't. It's an awful, horrible thing to blame someone else for your problems. If you're a son or daughter of God, it's not in you to blame because in God you can overcome all things. I just hope the white young men and women around the world wake up and speak up. Don't get angry and get involved. Vote these people out. Put in the right people. Stand up. Protect your families. Do the right thing. Don't go for this lie about this anger. This is a spiritual battle. And that's why they're attacking the whites. Because they need them to become angry. And y'all need to wake up and realize that. It is about the gun. They will take your guns. They will lock you up. But if they can get you to be angry, you're going to carry out what they've been accusing you of. There's no such thing as white supremacists. It's angry whites, just like it's angry blacks, angry uh, Armenians, and angry everything, right? Either you're of God or you're of Satan. And and I, I, I want you to see the physical aspect of what's happening, but it would not happen if the spirit was right. It would not happen. They have to make you hate first in order to control you. Anybody disagree with that? But I want you guys and ladies to pay attention to it, though. It's not just the physical that's happening. These white guys are becoming angry. And, 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 what and their parents let them down. Because if the parents had been good way back when and stood up and set an example, these young white men and women would not be in this situation. They would know how to deal with stuff. But they're blaming the Jews. And, and that's what the government... The children of Satan want you to do. The liberal media, the Democratic Party, the rhino Republicans, the never Trumpers, the, uh, the Muslims, and everybody accusing white people. And the whites are getting mad, especially young whites. And if you don't drop that anger, you're going to walk right into their trap. And that's what that young man did. If he's guilty of what they accuse him of, he walked right into their trap. This is a 19-year-old man. Uh, is it 19? Yeah, 19-year-old man. He has no been walking to some synagogue or church or somewhere and killing uh, anyone. But he's been made to be angry. His parents have not guided him in the right way to go. He's listening to the wrong people. And he's looking at other white men who are doing the same thing. Because didn't he say that he was uh, patterned after the guy that shot up the folks in New Zealand or something? Right? Yeah, they're looking at those examples and Satan is saying, see, white people got to do something. 
It's the raw as apple, folks. I want you to wake up. Do what you want. But white people are under attack. And it's ridiculous. It really is. And we got, all of us got to stand up. It's a spiritual battle. And when someone wants to control you, they deal with your ego. Either make it feel good or make it angry. Make it feel bad. They got control of you. Yes, sir. Anybody doubt that? Oh, and Mark, you have something to say. Then I have to wind up. Yes. Uh, somebody online asked, how is it dissimilar when you call out Muslims, for example, when they do wrong? Allahu Akbar. I'm not telling you to hate them. I'm just letting you know who your enemies are. But don't hate them. But if you if you awake, like this, again, like he was saying, you can see what's wrong and deal with it in the right way. You can see what's wrong. And that's why I want, I'm encouraging you to wake up so you can see. It's not a physical battle. It's a spiritual battle that's happening here. And for example, like you have a lot of white people accusing the Jews now, especially young white men. They stole our land. Well, I think they said land or something. They put the bad movies out. Or they own everything. They own Hollywood. So rather than being mad, I'll be trying to figure out how y'all own Hollywood. What did y'all do? Learn to treat some of the trade and do it and get Hollywood back. But getting angry and killing not going to solve the problem. It's just going to make it worse. You got to love and not hate. You really do. White men are being set up right now. They're intentionally being set up. And whenever a white person do something, especially white male, uh, white supremacist. But if a Muslim should kill a Christian, oh, Easter shooting, no big deal. Y'all finding the eggs? Or someone hurt the Jew. Big deal, right? But when it happened to a Christian, you barely hear about it. Barely hear about it. Christians are being killed all over the world in massive ways. You barely hear about it. <clears throat> this is a spiritual battle, folks. You got to wake up. And I know a lot of you are. And it's a blessing to see it. But you got to pay attention. And don't get caught up with the world saying, oh, it's white supremacists. It's a shooting. We're taking your guns. We're taking this. It's a spiritual battle. They set you up. And then they come back to pretend that they're saving you from it. It's a battle between good and evil. There's all races involved on both sides. Men and women on both sides. Serving evil or serving good. So wake up and realize that. Don't get caught up in the world. The world is angry and miserable. Absolutely miserable. They're not happy at all. And they hunger and thirst after power. They think that's going to save them, and it won't. The world is a mess, but it should be. It's the world of Satan. That's why we got to take it back with love. Real love. All right. So let me do this because I know at least three people want to say something. Mark first. And then I saw your hand in. I was just going to say, this guy had a tactical helmet, a bulletproof vest, and went in there with an armed AR-15. He had a rifle pointed at children, and it took an off-duty border agent to pull out a gun and miss to stop it and have one person die, where in other mass shootings, hundreds of people get shot. They sit there and reload and reload and reload and reload yeah. and just kill everybody in there. You know, uh, the Pulse night shooting, it's like a gay nightclub. No one's allowed to have a gun. Fifty people died. You know what I mean? But see, what I want you all to know, if we wake up, it's we the people. It's not we them. It's not we the government. It's not we them telling us what to do. 
They have no right to tell us what to do. I agree. I'm just we making. We suppose they work for us, right? And then we got out and vote in the right way, in the right kind of people. And if they don't do right, vote them out. We are really. We have the power. They don't have it. That's why they pass bad laws. That's why they do things to entrap us. To I agree. We have the power. This guy stopped the shooter, and he didn't even hit him. He pulled out a gun and shot and missed, and that stopped this from yeah. turning into a who knows how many people dead. So, I mean, p- people should arm themselves legally, train yourself, you know what I mean? Learn about it. Put that responsibility on yourself, not on your cell phone. You know, I'm just, I'll just call so the police. The people are so busy fighting, the Christians fight each other. They're not even paying attention to um, how we're being, you know, attacked by that spirit. We need to fight the spirit with good. We need to vote these people out. It's not about the color. You're absolutely right about it. And if we were in charge the way they were when they founded this country, we would have our guns. Everything would be in order. When I was growing up, I couldn't wait to turn 15 to get my first rifle. No one had to teach me how to, gun, how to shoot or anything. I just uh, turned 15, opened up the present, my rifle was there, I went out into woods and killed a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> my first shot... Couldn't wait to do it. No laws. No, nobody had to train me. I didn't have to go to Gun Owners of America or any of those places. It was common sense. We need that back. But we need the Christians to come back together. We really do. Uh, Ed, real fast. I, you covered everything, Jesse. And I, oh, okay. <laughs> actually, I wanted to say, but I didn't know all the details that Mark had just said about the shooting. I just heard about it from... Um, president was talking yesterday at a rally right and i just don't want the children of god you should know the physical what's happening right but i don't want you to get caught up with the excitement of the world when these things happen happens because they get you excited they're like oh that's so bad oh i just feel so sorry oh this should not happen oh blah 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 he shot his mama the woman jumped in front of the gun when I heard that woman took the bullet, I'm like, she's a better man than me. I ain't taking no bullet. And so I wasn't caught up with the world emotional way. And so they'll get you all emotionalized, and then they'll say, the Second Amendment got to go. You can't have no guns. You can't have no bullets. You got to give us your license number, your birth date, where you live. And then they'll pass a law where you have to do it. Because you watch it, they get you caught up emotionally. I'm What's telling your- you. Satan works through your emotions. He gets you to believe something and cause you to feel it and then make you act it out. Jesse, can I add something else? Real fast. What you're talking about is the same way the Nazis disarmed the German people and Jewish people in Nazi Germany. Well, I don't know about no Nazi, but I sure know about our government. Yeah. Yeah, they're bad. Our government is the worst. Just the worst of the worst of the worst. They lie to you right in front of your face. I just saw a bill pass in some city yesterday. I ride in my car. They passed a law that you can kill your baby when it pops out on the ninth month. What, did anybody hear about that? Yeah, Virginia. What was it? Virginia, New York. Yeah, they just. Yeah, I think it was Virginia. If the baby pop out in the ninth month alive, you can kill it now. There are eight states. Eight of them now. I blame the Christians for that. When we were real Christians, that would have never happened. It would have never happened. We got to come back to order. It's not. Don't let them get you all caught up with them. And the last thing about uh, 
how do you know you're awake? Two ways. You can see and you overcome challenges in life. You deal with life in a different manner. There are other ways too, but you, those things you used to give into, be angry about, that will overtake you, you find yourself overcoming them and not overreacting to them. It's a, that example you gave was a perfect example. Instead of judging those people, you understood what they were dealing with. So you really start dealing with life in a better way. Instead of overcoming and becoming bitter, you, uh, I mean, instead of succumbing to it, giving into it, you overcome it. And it's so amazing. Wow, I, I was able to deal with that. Normally I would give into that. You know what I'm saying? So you do find that. That's a, those are two of the signs. And that lets you know your relationship with God, too. That he is allowing you, showing you how to deal with stuff. You can see how to overcome. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. Um, is this your first time? Oh, this is your first time? Oh, right here, real fast. I had a question for you. Oh, good. How did you find us? Uh, I called in your show uh, about two weeks ago. All right. What's your first name? Ryan. Ryan. Oh, sorry about that. Yeah, real Uh, fast. I've been listening. This is my buddy here. He turned me on to you about um, eight months ago, something like that. Thank you, man. And I've been listening ever since, listening to you every day. Um, I was actually... The one that called in that uh, I got stage four terminal cancer. Oh, okay. Uh, that's why I got my staples. I had my brain surgery last <laughs> week. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember now. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't ask me if I remember. Because if you asked me, do you remember? My mind was that at the beginning of the show. <laughs> yeah. I do uh, remember. So you had the surgery last week, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, not this last Wednesday, but the Wednesday before. Right, the week prior. before that. Yeah, yeah. And how you doing? I'm doing good. Good, I'm, man. You know, can cook my own breakfast, can walk on my own. Right on. For some reason, I thought you were black. No. Because your voice sound black. <laughs> no, definitely not black. Yeah. About as white as it comes. That's for sure. Um, but the uh, two questions I had for you was, one about the young white man and whatnot standing up and speaking out. Number one, how, how do you go about that? That's a good question. Number one, the way, this is why I'm telling you, I used to be a coward. I, I was a beta male. I was afraid of women. I would have to appease them to be with them. So I know what it is to be a beta male. The only way you're going to overcome it, you got to get to know yourself and see what's driving you. And if you, you, know, you have anger, you have to for yourself, know that that's wrong because it's separating you from God, right? And then you need to forgive. Once you do that, everything will start to change. Immediately you start to change. But you got to let the nature, because anger is the nature of Satan. And there is no solid foundation in that. It's a sand. You're building your house on sand. But you must overcome the anger in order to return to the Father. Right. Which I just forgave my stepfather and... uh I went and met with my my real father. You know, I've I, I've been in touch with him for about past ten years or so. Right on. And I set up a uh, a lunch with my mom and my biological father, and we all sat down and kind of talked about the differences and whatnot. You know, I forgave my mother and my father and my stepfather. Are you doing a silent prayer? Yeah, you'll be fine there. Mm-hmm. You really will. Just be, and then when you need to speak up, speak up. Right. Even if it was your parents or anybody, just don't hate, but always speak up. And if you miss an opportunity to speak up, no big deal. 
it'll come around again. Yeah, it'll come around. Yeah, it'll come around. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I, d- I did that. You know, I just I did all that before my surgery, just in case anything went awry or whatnot. Oh, lady. You know, I want to get, yeah. you know, all my ducks in a row and, you know, clean my side of the street for the things that I've done. Right wrong, on, man. You know. Um, second question I had for you is how how do we vote people out? Like the beauty you know, about Omar what's happening, whatever, and all that. <laughs> she gotta go. Who's that? <laughs> oh no, Omar woman. <laughs> the beauty about it: once you wake up, you your values change, so you can see how to do all things. When it's time to do it, you will see how to do it. Right. But I've noticed everyone who have come out of that fallen state, their values change. You don't have to tell them how to vote and who to vote for. Because when their values change, they can see what to do. I hear black guys, white guys, black and white women, and Asian, everybody calling the show. I was um, anti-God, or I was a liberal, I was this, but my values changed. I woke up, and now I see the right thing. When you wake up, you'll see what to do. You can't plan it ahead. It's best right. to wait and see. But I want, I'm glad you're here. I, I want to ask you a quick question. Did you tell me that the doctor gave you a certain time to live? No. You didn't tell me that? Mm-hmm. They didn't say, oh, this is bad. I you don't go- really want to know, to tell you the truth. I mean, it, it's, it's terminal. Um, what does yeah, terminal mean? It means there's no cure for it. Oh. Uh, and so they told you it's terminal, but they didn't give you, you know what they said, you well, got four months. What happened is, uh, it's, I, uh, I had some chest pains, and I coughed up a little bit of blood, and I, I went to the hospital, <clears throat> And uh, they didn't. They wanted to do an X-ray. They came back and told me they found a cantaloupe-sized tumor in my lung, wow. um, which metastasized and moved to my brain, and then got in my blood and spread to all my organs. Uh, Raymond, that's not cancer you have. That's just fat. <laughs> Raymond started rubbing his fat belly. <laughs> no, Raymond, it's just fat, buddy. Um, and go ahead, I'm sorry. So, uh, uh, so yeah, it spread to all my organs, and that, that was last May. Um, and, you know, I'm not, I don't blame anybody or anything like that. I just Are take you afraid it, of dying? No. You're not afraid of dying at all? Do no. you think you're going to die? One day I will. Eventually but we, not, all, we all die. Do you think you're going to die from this? No. Oh, good. Because I want to encourage you. I know at least types of situations, other situations too. Satan is always trying to tell you, oh, you're going to die, and this is that. And if you feel a pain, he'll say, oh, it's this or that. This is one time I want to encourage you to doubt every thought. Do the silent prayer, but do not believe anything he tells you about it. Not one thing. Mm-hmm. And if you are coughing up blood, don't let him tell you what that means. Or whatever. Just doubt every thought and see what happens. Because yeah, when you I doubt, you have faith in God. Faith is there. And through him, all things are possible. But don't believe any thought at all. Okay? I totally agree with you. I take it day by day. Yeah. And, you know, I just stay positive. That's That's right. That's all I can do. Just doubt every thought. Yeah. Every thought. And whatever will be, will be. Right. But doubt every thought. All right? I'm glad you came, man. (laughs) I hope you make it Thursday night if you can. It's Thursday? Yeah, we had a miss. Uh, I'll one. do my best. They took uh, they took my license, so I'm not driving right now. Oh, okay. How I old ha- are you? 
I'm 34. And did they take your life because of the sickness? Uh, no, because I had a seizure. Oh, okay. The tumor in my brain yeah. uh, was about the size of a tangerine, and it was pushing my left side to my right side of my brain. Wow. And I was in the shower, and, and I, had a, I had a seizure. Luckily, my mom was home and uh because i had i I had to move yeah. with my mom recently, you know through all this, so she can take care of me and be my advocate right on. And all that so that's right doesn't what? mean I'm a beta no <laughs> <laughs> no it doesn't <laughs> that's a time for everything right. so I'm glad you're here, man. I yeah. wish you well, all right I appreciate it yeah I'm glad I'm of, here too, yeah, we can you know? be of any help to you let us know i I admire you. Great deal. So right you're a good man. Well, I appreciate that. And just remember, do the silent prayer. Doubt every thought. Right. Everyone, let them pass. Yeah. All right? Don't believe them. Okay. I got to end. And um, uh, don't forget, we have Thursday night meetings. Uh, this first Thursday night for the men only. And uh, Thursday, Thursday night for the ladies. Sunday morning for everybody. And I do want to just remind you, I've noticed that there's a lot of suffering and uh, a lot of anger in the world today. If you get over that anger, your life will change, just like that. And also, uh, we are to love one another. We have to love even our enemies. And love means don't hate. It doesn't mean don't speak up. It doesn't mean don't do what you need to do, but just don't hate. All right. And do the silent prayer. Uh, it'll all work out. And don't forget to donate to the organization. We need your support. And, we, and James said we have a, a $500 matching donation. matching donation. So we can raise $500 today. They'll match it. All right. And we are looking for another building, too. So we have to move. They haven't given me a date yet. So that's why we're working on it now. Um, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. So if you need counseling. We can set it up, or if you in LA, come on down. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And white man, you got to drop the anger. You are headed down the wrong road because they want to make you angry so you can act out as this young man allegedly did down in the Santa Acre area. That, but let them call you what they want, but don't get angry. All right, it's a spiritual battle, right or wrong. And no, there's no racism, sexism, homophobism. Islamophobiaism and no sexism, all the ism is either right or wrong, good or evil. So I encourage you to let the anger go and get involved. All right. And thank you all for coming. I really appreciate you too. All right. Thank you very much. Oh, I said, I mentioned Ms. Fong. Thank you. Wow.